Welcome to the Withers Team podcast, and today we're joined by Michael Dormer. Uh, he's a loan officer extraordinaire and amazing things that, that he can do for us, and uh, we're going to ask him a couple of questions today. So hold on and listen to, to what he has to say. Pretty valuable information. Okay. Well, welcome, Michael. And um, can you introduce yourself? Uh, just tell everyone what uh, what you do. Absolutely, Alan. Hey, thanks for the opportunity to uh, be on the podcast. My name is Michael Dormer. I am the owner and principal advisor of Halcyon Home Loans. Uh, we are a full-service residential mortgage company. We, we do home loans. We help people uh, become homeowners and make home ownership more affordable. And uh, I'm pleased to say that I've been doing this just a little over 21 years at this point. 21 years is a long time, huh? It's a, it's a long time to be doing much of anything. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> and 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 you are quite an expert in this in this uh, in this field. You've you've been working with us for ooh long time now. I, I have had the pleasure of being on the Withers team, a proud part of the Withers team, for quite some time now. I I would say we're we're pretty easily coming up on ten years. Oh yeah, I, 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 every bit of that. Oh absolutely. Yeah. And. Um, uh, Michael, we, we're getting a lot of questions about forbearance and um, the big F word, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> pe people are a little worried about it. Uh, um, I heard, and, and I don't know, you need to confirm this for us, but I heard that um, you, can, you can delay these payments, but they do straight afterwards. So if you delay it for three months or six months, you got six months of payments. You got to pay back ASAP. Yeah. So, and, and I'm glad that you, you. I'm glad you had the foresight to make you part of your podcast about this today, Alan, because this is something. There's a lot of misconceptions out there. So, in a nutshell, the CARES Act, which was passed by Congress at the end of March, uh, uh, says the following. For those loans that are federally backed loans, and by the way, that's virtually all of your listeners. That's 99.9% .9 plus of loans in this country. So it's a big purview. For those loans, they have the Congress has instructed banks to help clients and customers defer their mortgage payments for up to six months along with the possibility of a six-month extension on top of that for a total of 12 months for those that are uh, experiencing economic hardship due to the coronavirus. Now, there's no litmus test for this. There's no questionnaire. You don't have to pass a test to say, hey, here's how I was impacted. You make a phone call to your servicer, and they're required by law to put you on this program if you ask. Now, here's the other piece of this that consumers are confused about, and rightly so. Congress said they have to allow for the possibility to delay the payments. However, Congress did not mandate how banks are required to collect the payments back. Yeah. So the first couple of weeks out of the gate, Alan, what a lot of banks did is they said, well, okay, we'll do this forbearance thing, but if you defer your payment three or six or however many months, we want all that money right up front when you're done. Which, which is, you know, what's the point? If yeah, you do that, exact, right? exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. you just, I yeah. mean, if, if you had a, yeah. if you delay it for three months and suddenly you have a $6,000 payment due uh, on, on month four, I mean, that could kill you, especially when yeah. you got and, no and, income. 
Yeah, you're kicking the can down the road is all you're doing. That, that's, that's impossible for a lot of people. So this was the initial reaction of banks out of the gate because they don't like doing this. So they lose money when this happens, but they're legally bound to it. Now, that said, some, some combo platter of ethics and common sense seems to have won the day. Now what I'm hearing is the overwhelming majority of the banks are allowing customers to tap those missed or delayed mortgage payments to the very end of their loan. Now we're talking. Now that that makes a lot of sense, and that makes it a lot easier and and way better, right? It does. And the the conventional theory out there is is banks said what they said up front to discourage the practice from those folks who weren't uh, were truly economically impacted and simply wanted to take advantage of the situation. But once you got in there and parted the curtain a little bit to see, well, how, how are banks really going to handle this? I'm finding, and I talk to dozens of people per week about this, Alan, and I'm finding that the overwhelming majority of banks have relented and said, well, we don't think that makes sense either. We just want to make sure people are serious about this and their commitments. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and tack those payments to the end. And 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 it has now become enormously beneficial for a number of people who who are hurting as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. Well, great great news, and and um, thank thanks for um, that education because you know that was something that worried me. I haven't asked for it, but I I'm thinking that maybe I should now. Um, well, for 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 those, your listeners, Alan. Uh, yourself included my recommendation is this it is always best whether whether it's pandemic related or not but whenever somebody is having a potential challenge making a mortgage payment it's always best to talk to your servicer you're the folks that send you the bills right away uh, but to take advantage of this program all one needs to do is call their customer service number on their bill the people that send them the bill say hey look i'm experiencing economic hardship due to the coronavirus i want to take advantage of the forbearance that was uh, that was that, that Congress said I could as per the CARES Act, and the decision is automatic. They'll put you on uh, on it right away, and the responsible banks out there, and that's most of them, fortunately, they'll they'll have an ongoing conversation with you during the forbearance program to make sure that you're on track, see if you need an extension, and make sure that they tack those mortgage payments to the end of your life. And then, what about if I if someone wants to sell their house and they've taken this forbearance? Uh, yeah, is, is there going to be a problem? No, not at all. You, you still have the loan balance that's due. So as long as the bank is paid off by the sale of your home, it's perfectly fine. You, you can do that. So there's, there's nothing that prohibits somebody from selling their home once they're in forbearance. But I will say this, Alan, if you're in forbearance, you cannot refinance your loan. No, of course. Yeah. And, and in a period of epically low interest rates right now, lowest I've ever seen them in my entire career, there are some folks that are unfortunately temporarily missing out on the ability to take advantage of this because they're in forbearance. But it, it is what it is. You know, so, some people right now, it's like, hey, I need to put the interest rate aside. What I need to do is just feed my family and pay the bills, in which case forbearance is the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. And, and, um, do you think this is going to be a common practice for for the next few months for or for a year? Yeah, you know, I, I wish my crystal ball were that clear, but since you asked the question, it is my guess that we will see 
forbearance continued to be a very hot topic through the end of third quarter, meaning that we're going to see people enter the program for the next six months. And we will see a lot of people continue through the full 12 months allowed by the program. Unemployment has yet to spike. It is not going away anytime soon. This is a deeper economic crisis, and I think most people realize on the surface a lot of these lost jobs aren't coming back. So I think this is here to stay for a while. So I've got a little bit of a technical question here. So what sure. happens What happens to Joe, who has forbearance on his house, and he decides he wants to buy another house? Not sell his existing house, just buy another house. Can he yeah. qualify for a loan? Yeah, that's a fascinating question. And frankly, I don't have an answer for it yet because I don't think the industry has an answer. It has only been, we're only six weeks deep as of the time of this recording here uh, to be able to ask for, for forbearance in the first place. So I don't think the industry has run into, well, what happens if somebody asks for forbearance and they turn around and want to buy some other property? That would seem to run at cross purposes. Hey, I can't afford to pay on house A, but I sure would like to pay on house B. Yeah. So my guess is you know, uh, the bankers are going to be smart enough to say, well, we need to dig into that situation a little further and see what the story is. And they'll come up with some sort of guideline or rule that governs that. I can't say what it is right now, but I think we can intuitively understand that it would certainly be a special circumstance if somebody said, hey, can't afford house A, I'd like to go buy house B. Well, we'd like to know what the story is. Yeah, and, and also, I, I suppose you do see it on the credit report, right? Oh, yeah. It's a known quantity. It's, uh, I, I've already seen a few of these from folks who are very interested in refinancing. I find out they're in forbearance. I say, hey, gosh, you know, it's not something we do right now, a little bit down the road. But how I find that is it says right there on the credit report, account in forbearance. So it's not a thing that gets brushed under the rug. It's, it's, it's there for any creditor to see. Okay, good. And, and then um, d does that lower the credit score at all, do you think? It does not. Uh, part of the CARES Act was to, it was it, it was it was made part of law to preclude credit rating agencies. So there are three main bureaus: uh, Experian, uh, Equifax, TransUnion, where you get your credit scores from, to show forbeared uh, payments, delayed payments, as being late or counts against you negative. Basically, what happens on your credit report is all activity is halted. It says we are paused at what's going on right now. They haven't made a payment since April or May or June or wherever that might be. We're in pause. So you, you can't have a late payment on something that's paused. It's just stopped for the time being. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. You are a wealth of information, you know. You, you well, are... <laughs> You're a gentleman and a scholar to say so. You know, I've, 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 got, a, I've got a great educator in you to partner with. That's yeah. sure. Fantastic. So. Now, can you give us some of your uh, uh, um, contact information so people can, and I'll, I'll also put it into the notes of this, but just maybe some contact information so that I can, so that people know who you are and how to get uh, hold of you. Absolutely. Happy, happy to give you the shameless plug. So uh, be, best thing to do, uh, listeners of Alan's podcast, I know there's a lot of you out there that are interested in talking a little bit more about your situation, go ahead and give me a call directly, 
425-215-1111. Again, that's 425-215-1111. Just make sure that you say, hey, I, I got your I got your name and number from Alan Withers, because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make you go to the, the top of my callback list. Oh, you're so kind, Michael. Oh, yeah, there you, you know. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, and we really, really appreciate you coming on today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity, as always, Alex.